Welcome to the Wealth Alchemy Podcast, where we blend the woo with strategy so you can heal your money trauma and use that raw power to transmute your shit into gold. Together, we will unlock your inner power and abundance, then channel that energy to create a confident, powerful, and secure relationship with your cash flow. I'm your host, Lindsay Lawless, and I'm on a mission to educate and empower coaches and multi-passionate entrepreneurs around their finances so we can create more opportunities that expand the creative economy. More wealthy, purpose-driven entrepreneurs means more impact. It means more economic mobility to build a legacy for ourselves and our families. And it also creates a ripple effect that helps to heal the collective. How powerful is that? This is what's possible through healing our relationship with money. So we can bridge the masculine and the feminine and bring the soul back into money. So if you're looking for a safe space to learn about creating additional streams of income, getting on top of your finances, and ultimately getting your money working for you, then you're in the right place. We will also discuss best practices and coaching tools to help you bring this transformation around money to your clients and alchemize your coaching craft. Let's do this. Hello. Coming to you on the other side of a very intentional, deeply aligned podcast rebrand, as you may have noticed, we are now the Wealth Alchemy Podcast, wop, wop, wop. <laughs> uh, and for all of you who have been loyal, loyal listeners really from the jump, um, I just want to say thank you. You know, we've had so many evolutions of this podcast over the years. It started, you know, three or four years ago as Boss Woman Radio uh, with a friend of mine and over time evolved into the Women of Wealth podcast. And, you know, now we're in a transitionary period where we are really anchoring into the identity of wealth alchemy. And, you know, part of this motivation is because we really wanted to create a more inclusive platform. And ultimately, this is what the creative process is all about. You know, reimagining, redefining, and recreating as the divine moves through you. And honoring the many different seasons and many different iterations of your authentic expression. The reality is, you know, we, we are humans. We are evolutionary beings. And as a byproduct of that, you know, we are going to go through so many different seasons of life, so many different uh, phases, so many different lessons, so many different iterations, again, you know, of how we want to show up and what our authentic expression and what alignment looks like for us. It is a moving target. It's not It's not a one and done. You're not like, okay, I've, I've made it. Here is my most evolved self. You know, as humans, we are constantly evolving. It's just a part of the human expression. So consider this your friendly reminder or maybe even a permission slip if you need that. If you've been feeling called to birth a new project, business, brand, or program, uh, you know, let this be a reminder. Let this be that permission slip that you can always evolve, that you can always change, and that you can always, you know, do something new, try new things, no matter how old you are, no matter where you are in your journey, whether you're single or you're married, regardless of the specifics of your unique circumstance, you always have the freedom, you always have the permission to constantly redefine yourself based on what feels in alignment to you in any given moment. So a lot of you guys have been asking, what the heck is Wealth Alchemy? (laughs) Um, I've gotten this question a lot. So I wanted to just like start with defining that before we dive in. And I have some really juicy stuff for today's episode. Uh, But Wealth Alchemy is a profound process of creation and transformation using raw power and resources to turn your trauma into gold. 
And sort of as a part of this kind of big reveal around the podcast rebrand, the coaching certification that you may have seen, uh, and just Wealth Alchemy as a whole, I really wanted to take this opportunity to say thank you and to give back to our audience and to really give you a gift. So we're dropping an incredible free resource called Miracle Questions for Money Objections, which is now live. I am so freaking hype about this. <laughs> and like I said, you know, it's really a thank you for your support and for being on this journey with us over the years, over the many, you know, evolutions and iterations of who we are, our brand, how we serve our clients, and really what we're stepping into. And, you know, I've poured my heart and soul into this. I've had so much support from so many incredible people, from our incredible team, to all of the people who have been, you know, sharing feedback with me and sharing their insights and their experiences vulnerably so that we could really get down to the root of what's happening here and make sure that we created something that was so potent and spoke so directly to the experience of coaches and consultants and entrepreneurs that are on the front lines um, in the sales process, as well as, you know, the same questions that I use and the same things that I think about in my sales process and that I teach to my clients. So if you're struggling with like low conversion uh, on sales calls, maybe that looks like getting off the call feeling like shit or getting off the call thinking like, oh man, I just did not know what to say, or I really feel like I just couldn't help them with that. Or feeling like, oh, this feels so aligned and I know that I can help this person, but I just don't know how to help them overcome this obstacle. I can't help, I don't know how to help them overcome their resistance or their fear or their scarcity to say yes and to be able to give this gift to themselves of this coaching container, of this program, of this product or service. And oftentimes that leaves us feeling defeated. So, you know, I just want you to know your frustrations are so valid. You know, selling is really such a unique skill set that a lot of us, regardless of what path that you've gone on to get to where you are today, a lot of us haven't learned a lot about or haven't had that kind of experience until we've decided to start our own business or until we've decided to go full time with our coaching practice. So I really, like I said, I really want to share with you some of the questions that I use in my sales process and that I teach to my clients. And before we get into that, I want to, you know, just mention these questions that we're going to be talking about. They're incredibly powerful questions that are to be used with care, intentionality, and the utmost integrity. So just wanted to make that known. <laughs> this is definitely, you know, just like, you know, just like knowledge and power is a tool that can be utilized, it is, you know, something that needs to be utilized with care, something that needs to be wielded with intentionality and integrity. Um, and ultimately with the, the client, your client or your client prospects, um, highest expression in mind, what's best for them ultimately. So before we get into all of that though, um, I want to talk just a little bit about the sales process and make sure that we're on the same page. So like think about a sales call that you've been on, whether it's, you know, you're the most recent sales call you've been on, um, or maybe you have like one sales story that sticks out in your mind that like still horrifies you whenever you think back to it. Uh, so, you know, you're getting to know your client, uh, your ideal client a little bit better. You've gotten on a call with them and you guys are exploring the possibility of working together. They're sharing with you, you know, some of the challenges that they're facing. They're sharing with you some of the goals that they have. 
um, and really trying to get down to how you can help them and ultimately, and if you can even help them at all. So, you know, you've shared some insights, you've coached them a little bit around this to get a little bit more clarity on, you know, what they're struggling with and what they want to create for themselves. Uh, and in that process, you uh, get you get to the part of the discovery call or the sales call where you are ready to pitch your offer. So you explain to them like what working with you could look like, what they can expect to receive, the structure, the format, the deliverables, um, and then you share the price. After you share the price, crickets. And after a bit of awkward silence, your dream client tells you that they just can't afford it right now. I know that that's happened to me. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, it's happened to you at some point or another. Here's the thing, though. Most of the time when people say that it's about the money, it's not about the money. So what I mean by that is in my experience, about 70% of the time, it's not actually about the money. It's about something else. It's about something deeper. And then 30% of the time, it's genuinely about the money. They genuinely either can't afford it or it's not the right time or whatever other objection that they share. Uh, In my experience, about 30% of the time, this is the truth. And when you're in this 30% of the time, there is no miracle question that's going to help you overcome a genuine objection. So I want to make it clear that utilizing these questions and utilizing these tools and this framework that I'm teaching you uh, is really going to be best suited to help support you in getting clarity on if they're in that 70%, if there is actually something deeper, and if so, what is that deeper thing? So for example, um, they may say, I just can't afford it right now. Uh, And if they are in this 70% where it's actually something deeper, it could be, for example, you know, I've made bad investments in the past. And I'm not sure if I can trust myself to show up fully for this. That could be a deeper hurt that's actually guiding them to feel like they can't afford it or it's not the right investment or it's not the right time. But the actual underlying thing is that they don't trust themselves to make good investments. Just kind of see what I'm getting at here. Uh, Or another example could be, uh, you know, I've been burned by another coach in the past. So how do I know that I can trust you? How do I know that you're not going to take advantage of me or take my money or, you know, make all these promises that you can't deliver upon or guarantee me all these results and then nothing happens? So these are some of the things that could actually be deeper underneath the statement of I can't afford it or it's not the right time. So um, like I said, you know, about 30% of the time, it actually is about the money, but your job as a coach, especially as a coach, it really, it comes into play even as a consultant or an entrepreneur or a creative. If you're in the selling process, if you're selling a product or if you're selling a service, you know, this is for you too. And it's especially, especially important and relevant for the coaches listening. So essentially your job is to figure out what camp they're in. So your job is to figure out, are they in the 70% where this is actually about something deeper? Are they in the 30% where, where this is a genuine objection that it would be out of integrity for me to help them overcome? Let that sink in for a second. So like I said, your job is to figure out what camp they're in. And that's what these miracle questions are designed to do, to help you get to the underlying issue. And as you get to the deeper thing, 
then your goal is to support them in making an aligned decision, whether that's an empowered yes or an empowered no. That's really the point of these miracle questions. That's really the point of getting to the underlying issue is because when people say, I can't afford it, or this isn't the right time, and that's not genuinely the deeper thing, that's not genuinely the resonant thing, that's not the real obstacle of what's holding them back, then it's not an empowered decision. They're making a disempowered decision to say no, because it's not actually from a place of alignment. It's not from their deepest truth and their deepest expression. There's something underneath the surface that either they are struggling to see for themselves or that they are feeling resistance to expressing or kind of letting it come out, Uh, which is understandable. You know, I mean, these are these deep truths are things that are insecurities and fears and uncertainties and traumas and hurts that we've gone through in our lives that stick with us. And they're things that are really integral and core to not only who we are and how we're showing up in the world, but they're really tender. It's really tender and it's really vulnerable and it's really fucking hard and really courageous to be willing to go deeper within yourself and excavate the the truths, the misalignments and the hurts that need to be witnessed and seen. So, you know, give yourself and give your potential clients a lot of grace in this process. You may start to ask deeper questions and you may notice that there are walls of resistance and that they're not willing to go deeper with you. If that's the case, that's fine. We want to be doing everything consensually. We want to be doing everything ultimately in alignment with not only our highest expression as the facilitator or as the coach, but also in the highest expression of the client themselves. So... Like I said, you know, we're figuring out what camp they're in. And that's the purpose of these questions. Whether that's an empowered yes or an empowered no, your job is to help get to the root of what's really happening and partner with your potential client to support them in making an aligned decision. So if you want to download the free resource now, go to lawlessbalance.com slash money objections. You can also find a link to download the miracle questions for money objections resource in our show notes below. And also, you know, I want to say these questions are not magic wands. They're not magic wands and they're not persuasive tactics to get a client to purchase using fear or scarcity. As coaches, we're here to empower our clients. We're here to empower them to overcome obstacles, reach their goals, and ultimately live a more fulfilling life. We're not here to manipulate them. We're not here to control our clients. We're here to partner with them to support them in meeting their needs. So supporting their needs is the utmost priority in order for us to really be integrity with the stand that we're taking for our client, the stand that we're taking to be able to support them and guide them and partner with them to co-create the reality that they're stepping into. It's not one side or the other. It definitely takes two. It takes It takes both of us. It takes the client and it takes the facilitator or the coach partnering together to really create the most intentional, most high vibrational, and most in alignment with our highest expression container and coaching experience that we can. And ultimately what that means is provide the biggest and the best transformation within our abilities. And, you know, like I said, there's a responsibility on both sides. You can't care more than the client. You can't care more than uh, the person that you're, you know, trying to support around this. 
they have to be invested. They have to be enrolled in this process as well. And if you notice that they're checking out, if you notice that they're detached, if you notice that they are unable to be present with this, you may want to take your foot off the gas for a minute, create some time and some space to allow them to process, to allow them to regulate their nervous system if this is bringing up a really activated or triggered response for them. Because again, you know, when we think about these core hurts and these core traumas that we take with us over the years, like, you know, being burned by a coach or making a bad investment or whatever that may look like, you know, it's it's something that can be, again, really triggering. It can be really activating. And if you notice that your client's nervous system is activated, uh, they're, feel, no, they're being anxious or stressed out, or you're noticing them becoming um, ungrounded in any way, or if you notice that they're detaching, disconnecting, seeming a little aloof, or just really you know, in their resistance and not desiring to go further with the questions, then that's a really good opportunity to pause and create time and space. And you may want to, you know, take a few breaths with them or take them through a guided meditation or a visualization or have them stand up and move and get in their bodies a little bit so that they can re-regulate their nervous system before even being open to continuing to have a conversation around it. And make sure that you're getting consent if you notice that that kind of reaction is coming up for your clients. So for example, um, hi, I'm, hey, I'm noticing, uh, I'm noticing that this conversation is activating something within you. So I'd love if we could just, you know, stand up and maybe move our bodies a little bit to help re-regulate our nervous systems. And then if it feels in alignment, um, we can discuss, we can discuss this a bit more. Or if it feels in alignment, we can discuss, you know, creative possibilities of how we could work together. Uh, Whatever feels organic to you, I'm a really big proponent of structures, not scripts. What I mean by that is having a sales structure instead of a sales script. A sales script is something that's rehearsed word by word that you're like reading line by line. Um, And, you know, that does transfer into the client experience. They can they can feel that energy. Uh, And it can often come across as inauthentic, even if it's just because you're nervous or scared or, you know, you don't want to miss anything. Uh, So that's why I really encourage my clients. And, you know, what I utilize for myself is a sales structure, not a sales script. So if you have a structure, it means you have some key bullet points that you want to hit. You might have a couple of uh, key questions that you know that you want to ask to make sure that your client is qualified um, and to make sure that it's going to be the right fit. And that might vary depending on, you know, your unique industry and the unique product or service that you offer. Um, But that could be a good opportunity uh, kind of ahead of time. And, you know, what may happen in the process is they may say that they're actually not open to brainstorming creative solutions. And that's okay. They're well within their right to say, no, we want everything that we're doing to be consensual. It's about being in utmost integrity and partnering with the client to help them overcome what's holding them back. Because ultimately, that's the coaching process has already begun. So what I mean by that is the coaching process and the coaching container doesn't begin after you receive payment and get a contract signed and then fully onboard your client and start scheduling your one-to-one calls or you know scheduling, sending them the schedule for if it's a group group container or a mastermind or a course or anything like that, You know, sending them the login information, sending them the calendar or the schedule. That's not really when the coaching relationship begins. It actually begins as soon as you hop on your first call. So as soon as they start sharing with you their goals, dreams, and where they're getting stuck, it has begun. (laughs) 
And coaching around objections, especially money objections, can be some of the most powerful and transformative work that you do in the relationship. It's fundamental. Money is such an integral part of our personal, financial, and professional success. So regardless of what industry or niche that you work within, it's, you know, it's almost impossible to disconnect our individual experiences, our growth, our journeys from our relationship with money. So if you can support your clients around this powerfully now, you will not only provide them with quick wins and immediate results that create trust, that build credibility, and that make them feel confident that you're going to be able to provide results for them and make them want to work with you, but you will also lay the foundation for the incredible work and care that they can expect to receive inside of your coaching containers. They're like, holy shit, if she shows up this powerfully for me, if he shows up this powerfully for me, if they show up this powerfully for me now, just imagine what could be possible inside of the coaching container. So, and the last thing that I'll kind of say, the little encouragement that I'll give you is, you know, when you're connected, it is, you know, it's super helpful if you download this free resource and take a look at some of these questions, if this is something that's that you're struggling with or that's coming up a lot for you. And... When you're connected to your intuition, when you are dropped in and in your, uh, as my one of my coaches, Ashley, likes to call it, in your big coach energy, empowering open-ended questions come naturally. So when you're connected to your intuition, empowering open-ended questions that help you get to the root of what's happening during the objection phase of the selling process come to you naturally. So just remember that, you know, your intuition is one of the strongest tools that you have in your arsenal Um, as a coach, as a human being, as a spiritual being, as an entrepreneur, um, and especially in the selling process. Like if you tune into your intuition, you'll know when you need to hit the gas or pump the brakes. You'll know when you need to create some time and some space. And the power of silence is another really, really potent tool in the selling process. So, you know, if someone's, if you're noticing crickets or there's an awkward silence, let the silence be there. Silence can be really, really powerful as an opener for people getting down to the deeper thing. So for example, if a client says, I just can't afford it right now, be okay with creating some silence. You may have a question right away that comes to mind or that comes up for you intuitively. And if you don't, that's okay too. Sit in that silence, be with that, because from that place, a lot of really beautiful magic can happen. I have had so many potential clients and clients that, you know, became clients who were not sure that they could afford it or didn't know if it was the right time. And in that space of silence, after they said that they couldn't afford it or after they said it wasn't the right time, they started to externally process for themselves. So they were like, you know, uh, you know, I, I say it, I know that I said I don't have the money, but like, maybe I could make it work if I move this and this around or, you know, I feel like I don't have the time, but then again, like, I, I don't know that I can continue dealing with this on my own. Like, I don't know that I'm willing to wait another six months or another 12 months to solve this problem. Or like, I'm really struggling with this or, you know, I've, I've struggled to, I've been burned in the past by other coaches and I'm just not sure if this is the right investment at the right time. I'm not sure if I can trust myself. Like in the silence, the space is created for magic to happen. The space is created for them to unfold and for them to open up to you and to share their deeper truths. 
So don't be afraid to use silence as an incredible and really powerful tool on your sales calls and in your process. Make sure you're giving people plenty of time and space to process uh, versus like you want to you want to ask a question and then let it land. So rather than, oh, I don't know if they got it. Let me ask another question or let me ask it in a different way. And this is something that, you know, I I fall um, <laughs> I fall I'm I'm not. I fall privy to this. I don't know if that's the right word, but this is something that happens for me as well uh, that I notice within myself. That's like a huge edge for me in my coaching practice is to not do what we call question stacking, where I ask a question and then I can tell that it didn't land all the way, or I assume it didn't land and I try to read their mind to see what made sense and what didn't make sense. So then I ask it in a different way. And the reality is it's not that they misunderstood. It's that they just need time to let it land and process the answer to give you a very deep, encompassing response. So Whenever you ask one of these empowering questions, you know, ask the question and let it land fully first. Create some time and create some space. You know, if if the silence goes on for a long period of time, you may want to ask, like, does that make sense? Or would you like me to ask that again? Or do I need to clarify that for you? Um, You know, sometimes there are going to be times where they just didn't hear you or it didn't click all the way and they do need to hear that again. Um, So it's not to say that you can never repeat the question. Just give yourself time and space to let the question land before you start talking, before you start filling the space, or before you start asking additional questions. So if you want all of the most powerful questions that I use in my sales process and that I teach to my clients, download the Miracle Questions for Money Objections free resource now, like I said, at lawlessbalance.com slash moneyobjections. And you can also find the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning on. I'm so, so, so excited for you guys to check out this free resource and, you know, reach out to me and let me know what's coming up for you once you have a chance to take a look at it. And also like once you start to integrate this into some of your sales calls, I would love to hear about the impact of that. I would love to hear how that's shifted or transformed your sales calls and what you've been able to create from that space, from that magic and from these miracle questions. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this episode resonated with you, please share it on social media or send it to a friend you think would love it too. Want to hear more episodes? Subscribe so that you'll be the first to know when we drop a new episode and also leave a five-star review on iTunes. 